Welcome to Sex with Ghosts. I'm Bridget. I'm Molly. And this is the podcast where Molly does research on a topic that I like to talk about. Hey, what are we talking about today? I mean, like before the recording, talking about today. you're moving gosh yes uh i am and i signed a lease and it's it's official we're gonna be california residents you beat out some bros from taking you stole housing from a couple of entrepreneur bros we did um i think that i've been talking to our our landlord a lot and she is very happy with us so hey that's good kind of makes you wonder like were these wayfair bros like what kind of business i don't know it definitely feels like she was a bit uncomfortable with them um we just bought a bunch of like new um furniture so i got like this kick-ass chair that comes with the ottoman it's called my divorce (laughs) chair because i was tired of mike my boyfriend putting his dirty feet on me when we shared the couch and then i bought this rug that he thought i was buying like a small area rug to go underneath like our coffee table and i bought this giant ass rug that's like i was thinking i want this to cover as much space as possible so Mike's like, we're not keeping this in the living room. So he made me, we're like, okay, we'll put it in the bedroom because it was on sale. So there was a terrible return policy. Uh, If you buy it on sale, you're basically screwed. Uh, But now we decided it's like the best uh, bedroom. Like I can't recommend enough getting a rug for your bedroom. It makes your bedroom just feel like cozier and nicer. I can see that. Do you you have hard wood or floors okay mm-hmm. every every room is basically wood floors but then the best thing that we also got is a bidet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I, I think it's been a few years since i used one like i had a job that had a bidet and i would show up early just to like use the bathroom and uh i forgot man those they clean every crevice yeah we are big fans of ours as well um but the only problem was that we could not set up a, a hot water input because of the pipes. And so it's only cold water. And hot water would be a lot more pleasant. But, you know, cold water is, we have cold water too. And it's not no, that it's bad. Not, I don't, I just kind of wish it was hot. Well, you have winters, well, right? That's so true. like cold water is probably like really. You know what? Cold. That's a good point. Uh, and now in San, San Diego. San Diego. You're going to have yeah, warm so water, fine. babe. You know who I, I'm guessing who has probably a bidet in every bathroom is Britney oh, Spears. Oh, yeah. That's that's who we're talking about yes, today, right? that is who we're talking about today. Um, she has been in the news a lot recently. Because the hashtag free Britney. Yep. Now, what you have a stronger connection to Britney than I do, right? Like I, I think do. I like abhorred 
Like that's how serious my hate for Britney wow. was until, until like uh, senior year. Oh God, I'm dating myself. But when Toxic came out, yeah, yeah, that was when I was like, okay, who's this bitch? Um, and I was into that song. Can't say I like got into the album or like. But then I think that was a turning point for me where it was like, okay, some people like Britney, some people don't. Neither's right or wrong. That's, I think that's fair. Um, yes, I was definitely a big fan. I think I had her first five albums and then I kind of went to college and forgot about Britney, which is kind of sad. That's really sad. Yeah, it's true. And this is like albums when you like bought them on cd yeah like, like hard copy britney this isn't some like oh totally bit torrent pirates bay crap right right the real shit it's true and i i know that actually i think i i have a few of them still which is very silly because when is anyone gonna use a cd i don't know a cd yeah wait uh you want to listen that album yeah <laughs> Let me uh, pull that out for you. Fuck, there's a hairline scratch. So half the songs will not play correctly. Gosh, I can't believe. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I think, no, that's not true. I was thinking about that the other day. I was going to say that her uh, In The Zone album was the last one I bought. But I think I I bought more after that. Actually, I bought a lot after that. What's on the In The Zone album? In The Zone is the toxic one. So that's a good song. Yeah. No, it is good. It is good. Um, I was gonna ask you. So, so we, I mean, we were really good friends during this time and I wasn't paying attention to her breakdown period. Right. Like it was happening, but I wasn't following it very closely or anything. Well, that was like the same time every child star was like having breakdowns yes so like Lindsay lohan was in the news and it was just kind of like they're they're becoming part of a trope so at the time when britney's having her breakdown you're just like well yeah that's like what happens you become a child star i think at that time too um oh my god the Partridge Family redheaded guy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the hell his name was. He had his reality TV show and he was like juicing on steroids and like just freaking out all the time. Uh, I, all I could think of his first name was like Danny something. Yes. I'm sure there's yes. like, with an Italian last name. Um, I'm sure there's like people who are the, all two listeners are like, it's Danny. Obviously. And the Partridge family was also the one who I, I believe that there are people out there who are claiming that um, there was some incest going on. So that's fun. What? Yes, yes. I believe that's the Partridge family. Incest, like. Uh, oh, Danny Bonaducci. Oh. Yeah, that guy. Well, wait, no. Oh, no. You know what? I'm not. Nope, not Partridge Family. Never mind. I was thinking Mamas and the Papas. Way different. <laughs> yes, also lots right. of incest in that family. Right, right, right. 100% sure. If you are in a band name that sounds like a family <laughs> name, you're probably Obviously. sleeping with your children. 
it's true. It, yeah, it was a bad time. It was a bad time. I'm going to kind of go back to her childhood just a little. Yeah, let's do so it. So you can kind of understand where she's coming from. It, I, I actually did not know this. So this is news to me. She had a pretty rough childhood. And I mean, I don't think I knew, I always knew that her parents were extremely controlling stage parents types, but I did not realize that her father was actually like a, like extremely dysfunctional alcoholic. And um, they, they, him and his, and Brittany's mother had a really rough, tumultuous relationship. And there was lots of fighting all the time. Is it like police record rough? Um, no, I don't believe so. Uh, because I did read that he had, he, he was more of the, like, it was a social drinking thing. And then it just like spiraled. Like he still thought it was social drinking, but really he was an alcoholic. I feel like that's every alcoholic story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Like that feels yes. a little, uh, we're not getting into the details. <laughs> um, I was hitting rock bottom a lot, thought that was super normal. Yep, yep. Then someone told me one day that's actually not normal. And then the end, that's every alcoholic until they go to meetings and get a coin, right? I'm, it's that true. sounds really insensitive, I feel like, the way you just said that. But I am a child of alcoholics, right, so right. fuck you. <laughs> uh, so was going to ask you this question do you think an eight-year-old has like the wherewithal to understand what they're doing when they go on to star search oh that's a good question um i don't think they they don't have it in the same context that we have it it's like you get to do this special talent you have for people, which like eight-year-old me would be like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there's also like pedophiles, uh, a lot of performative things going on, a lot of sucky sucky, I imagine, backstage mm-hmm. that um, an eight-year-old has no idea about and they don't want that eight-year-old to have any larger context for. Yeah. That's a good, that, I think that's a good explanation for it. Um, Brittany Spears was eight when she was uh, on a nationally televised uh, showing of Star Search and also auditioned for the Mickey Mouse Club the same year. Um, uh, luckily or unfortunately, I'm not sure, um, they, they thought she was too young at eight, so... She was denied, but... So Disney has some standards. (laughs) Yes, yes. Though, uh, I mean, that was back in the 80s, so um, a little different, probably. Was that in the 80s? Um, How old is she? It was. So she was born in 81, so... Oh, wow, okay. Yep. I knew she was a little, or a lot older than us, depending. (laughs) Yep. Um, (laughs) But, like, 81 now sounds much older than it did yeah. five years ago. Sure. And, and it definitely is. Um, so the producers of the Making Mouse Club did send her to an agent in New York and she did uh, 
start doing um, off-Broadway plays and commercials. Um, she studied at the Professional Performing Arts School. So she's being groomed. Exactly, yes. And um, at 15, she lands the deal with Jive Records. How long and was she on the Mickey Mouse Club for? It was actually only one season. Uh, they canceled Mickey Mouse Club after that. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. I used to like watch it syndicated when I was like a kid. Uh, yeah. And um, it just felt so much longer than that. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, I'm sure it was just that they kept on playing the uh, same. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I saw the same episodes over and over again and yep. uh, did not have, I had like the goldfish memory attention span. Sure, of course. As all young, young children do. Um, so I think this is a pretty solid guess, but um, I did read some things that were saying that Brittany felt like she was carrying the whole family on her shoulders because she is the one making the money and her, her family is living off of that pretty much. Oh yeah. I mean, from what it sounds like, her parents were like these trash bag humans. Yeah. They were yeah. like, look, dad has to get his goods tonight. So we need you to do your circus tricks for the family. Yeah. Oof. That's rough. And Ed McMahon. And I did, I, I may have picked up on this subconsciously, but Britney Spears is actually a very shy person. Uh, she kind of got over it just to be a performer, but like inherently she is a shy person. Well, it's gotta, I feel like that's like a common thing you hear with these um, child actors. And I, I feel like it's gotta come from separating your public persona from who you are and especially when you're a child performer look i'm an expert i saw the hbo doc when you're a child performer and you're you're figuring out who you are you're probably careful and you become paranoid and disconcerting with people coming into your life because absolutely you meet a lot of people who are expecting your public persona yes and I think that that is a very good uh, diagnosis of Britney Spears. I should get my PhD. Um, yeah. Uh, she, so her parents were um, typical stage parents. They got her supposedly, allegedly, they got her breast implants at 17. Um, she has uh, since got them removed because uh, she had, <laughs> the, the story was that she grew into her normal breasts as a, a normal human does, and then she didn't have to have breast, breast implants anymore. Oof. That's insane. Yeah, there is a lot that I definitely missed as a child of the 90s or whatever, um, where they... That she was pretty much, she was, her image was that she was jailbait. And 
she she sung in the baby voice and then was super sexualized and uh that was completely on purpose which well yeah very disturbing i would say hit me baby one more time yeah yeah that video (laughs) she's wearing a schoolgirl's uniform that basically embodies the whole um i want to fuck but i'm definitely underage but the weird thing was and i think this is kind of similar to like katie perry also like grew up in the christian faith and so they're supposed to be virgins and until they're married and all that stuff and and even now i think a lot of her family is still uh very uh conservative christian type family that's what they they've used to sold records like like i don't i think look if you don't remember the justin timberlake breakup which i'm probably (laughs) skipping ahead oh yes yes um brady was like no virgin babe and that that was obvious like this i think that sort of um male gaze selling of a child okay because she's a minor looking virginal that is the epitome of the people running these child circuses right like these are men who are obsessed with virginal innocent looking children and making them perform for money like this is pedophile central uh, yeah, uh, I can't even, it, it seems, I mean, are, are all agents that bad? Like, is being an agent and ultimately you're just an exploit, exploiter of humans? Well, it's, it's got to be the agent, it's got to be the publicist, it's got to be mm-hmm. the record label. It's like all of these, it's like a pedophile club. Where they all like know why they're here and what they're doing Ew. and they're like you get it man and they're like yeah i totally get it i heard so i've been i didn't do any deep research obviously because um i suck at it but <laughs> the i heard that the that her people were picking out her underwear for her yes uh yes i definitely read that as well they are they are controlling of every aspect of her life and in the ways that they want they they're stylizing her to be the virginal sex symbol in addition to the sexualization um, in 2007 Britney's mother introduced her to Adderall as a means of weight control wait what year is that 2007 okay classic Classic Adderall year. I think at that point, I may have been experimenting a little bit with that myself. Um, Definitely not to study more or lose weight, just purely recreational with beer with guys I just met whom maybe I then slept with or didn't sleep with, but whatever it was, I was consenting. So it was okay. And, and just thinking about like during this time, her mother and father are running her life right now. And they are giving her breast implants and Adderall and 
choosing her underwear and it's very disturbing. Which is so funny because I feel like if you watched um, My Sweet 16 back in the early 2000s, ah, yes. that was like what all of these teenagers wanted. It's true, they did. But I don't believe that Britney is one of those people, which is interesting. And, and perhaps it's one of those, if those people who thought they wanted that got it, I don't know. Or like, if someone's pushing it on you, maybe you don't want it. It should be a choice kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the more I learn about Britney, the more I like just sort of picture her as like a little, not like a Dickens novel character where it's just like, I just need some more stuff for my family. I will dance for it. It's so sad, but it's true. They're going to put me in the cage if I don't do it. Oh, that's rough. That's (laughs) super rough. Uh. Oh, you know what? I kind of skipped ahead with that 2007 thing. Um, Because... She was doing pretty well until about 2004. Like, when things. Well, like, seems normal. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's just because she was 81. She would have been 23. So, I mean, you, you get into your early 20s and you want to party and you want to have fun, right? But that's pretty good that. Yeah. The pressure of. What's her dad's name? Isn't it something like. Jamie Spears. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because her sister's named after him, right? So you have yes. Jamie Spears out there being like, I'm going to go get drunk, but you see, I got to get my kid out here so I can pay for the drunk stuff. So if you could just uh, watch her tap dance a bit. She did that for her family until like 23. Yeah. When I was like... 16 17 i was yelling at priests and confessionals being like no i did not honor my mother but my mother was wrong and Brittany's fucking keeping her mouth shut and doing all this stuff that's nuts it is and i i have to imagine it was just part of her upbringing like they had ingrained in her that she was the breadwinner and it was her responsibility to make the family happy pretty much which is if you don't dance, dad can't drink. So you need to get, get on out there, okay? Oh, dear. The Louisiana connection is just very disturbing. Why is that? Well, no, I, you know what? That's not the right word. I, because um, there's a lot of speculation about if, um, like, do we, do we think that uh, Jamie Spears voted for Donald Trump? Oh, Jamie Spears definitely did. Jeff, I I bet he's like, like, oh, he's a personal friend of mine. Like, let me go look up his number and we'll go drink together and do golf. So some of Britney's um, uh, initial uh, rebellions were kind of political, actually. Well, actually, not initial, but initial once this uh, conservatorship began, which we will get to in a little bit. 
Um, so, so the the tabloids. I don't remember if you knew this. If you if you remember this, she had a two day marriage with a childhood friend uh, in Vegas. I remember that. Um, th- so this is actually all after uh, the movie Crossroads, uh, oh, her only film. And I actually listened to an interview uh, with the producer, with the director, with the director. And she didn't really want to do the film in the first place. But then she talked to Brittany and she seemed extremely motivated. And um, she told her outright that it was kind of her transition from, I want, uh, I am a, virginal sex symbol to, I, I have sex, I'm an adult. Please treat me like an adult. So the producer was like, okay, well, we can do that. We can do that. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, and at the time she was dating Justin Timberlake and they were extremely uh, motivated and- um, What do you mean by motivating? Well, like, uh, apparently the the filming went really well like they were they did all their practices like they they didn't just like walk on set and was he in the movie uh yes i believe so okay i've never saw Um, the movie you know i never did either because that was yeah that was not really uh something i wanted to see what year did that come out 2002 2002 you know what? I probably should have because I bought her albums, but I, I'm just not that into movies. I think that's probably it. Oh, you're not a movie person. Mm-mm. Okay. I mean, stands have limitations, and that's something mm-hmm. that people are not really talking about right now. You know what? I would probably watch it now, though. I think that that's a good idea. There's also apparently a like a biography. I think I would rather watch that one. That sounds interesting. A biography? I think it's HBO. HBO production or something? Oh, like a documentary? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, wrong wrong genre. Hey, it's okay. I just wanted to clarify cuz Yes, yes. So, um gosh, I this is a tangent that I went on when I was doing some research. Um I didn't really have a whole bunch of opinions about Justin Timberlake. Like I thought he was kind of dumb and you know, like a stupid idiot. But reading about his relationship with Britney Spears, he extremely exploited her. Like he is only famous because of her, it seems. I mean, not really because he was in NSYNC. But it bumped him. Yes, totally. He continuously brought up their breakup in every single interview he had after they broke up. And, um, they he 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 recorded the Crimea River uh, music video with a Britney doppelganger. Yeah, and I remember that. Yeah, it. Uh, it sounded like um, he, she was a bit gaslighted because she has apologized to him a bit, but also she did uh, record a song that was pretty much denied that like I did not cheat on you you're an asshole like I might have been mean or whatever but I didn't cheat on you and he just like continues to push this narrative that's interesting because um yeah I remember when that scandal happened 
I was like, this is a win for women because, because I did not believe in the virginal thing that they were trying to sell. So when it was like Britney Spears cheated on Justin, I was like, hell mother. Yeah. She cheated because that's a made up. There is women's sexuality exists. These women who say I'm a virgin, that is clearly a patriarchal and pedophilic idea. That's not like a natural women's idea. Like women from a young age are groomed to like learn how to kiss and like be able to accept pleasure from a man. So like (laughs) to somehow be above that and like angelic and celebrated for that, that resistance of evil, evil sex is just absolutely mythical. Yes. And and I think it was kind of that double standard that helped Justin to uh Justin Timberlake to uh to exploit the relationship because um he actually did an interview where he talks about uh oral sex with Britney Spears and like what what are you doing? Like what what what's your deal? Like, like we don't you don't need to explain yeah, what your teenage exactly, girlfriend exactly. did yes. to your dumb, dumb pee-pee. <laughs> I do now feel like oh. now that we're re-exploring this, that mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake really is trash. Yeah, that, that's how I feel as well. And I did not feel that before, but now I am definitely a anti-Justin Timberlake person. Well, in his prenup, it says like he's allowed to fool around when he goes on tour. Oh, and when that came that. out, I was like, oh cool like this yeah. couple's being realistic about what happens on the road but now they're reassessing this it's just clear yeah. that justin timberlake's just fucking trash I, I i believe that's true um he's still like even years later he would bring it up like uh he was introducing madonna at the music awards and he was like the one and only Madonna. Uh, no one can compare to her, even though a few of my exes have tried. <laughs> like, really dumb shit like that. Like, what are you even doing? What are you girl? doing? Like, come up with a a new yeah. thing. You need a new thing. That was freaking 10 years ago. He's probably secret friends with Donald Trump. Ew, that'd be gross. See, I feel like he would be more like the Tom Brady, though. Like, he would be... Uh, just confused have by equal well, no. rights. <laughs> well, that's true. But I'm like, I don't think he would know. He he doesn't have the intelligence to hide that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like thinking that over. Like, yeah, I feel like that tracks. You know, th- this is another thing about Britney. Um, she didn't really write any of her songs. Like all of these pop stars from the 90s late 90s they they were all just singing songs that were like extremely vetted and written in sweden or whatever by some old dude who got the formula down and it it's just kind of depressing and sad like that's that's like how the sausage is made that's the music industry like you could you could go back that's uh the carol king 
demo, which if you haven't listened to that, I totally recommend it. Um, there, she released a demo of all the, the pop music factory, what do they call it? Pop factory? I don't know. Um, pop music factory music that was basically like, here's the formula, here's how you write a song, and some of them are going to like hit and some of them aren't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. It's just, it's just sad. Like what? It, well, especially now with auto-tune, like do you even have to have any talent at all to be a, a pop star? No, you know. just have to have money. Yeah. You either have to have money or be willing to sell your child into slavery. Back to Kevin Federline. Um, so a lot of this information I got from the pod- Hey Fed. <laughs> the the podcast um uh Brittany Graham. Brittany's Graham, which is a Wait. Oh, I thought you were talking about Nope, Ashley Graham. <laughs> Who is a uh, um, air quoting plus size model? She's like a regular size woman, but um, by American <laughs> standards, it's plus size because our whole beauty industry is fucked. Yikes. Um, in case anyone is unaware of that being the case. Um, okay, but sorry, Britney's Graham. It's oh, yes, it's a podcast. Um, it's um, It was created as a spinoff of Lady to Lady um, with the uh podcast hosts um barbara gray and tess barker so they uh started this in 2017 and they are uh they it was very lighthearted, just kind of riffing on britney spears instagram but they they bring up a lot of uh serious topics within the comedy as well and uh, one of those topics was they believe that uh, Kevin Federline was Britney Spears the love of her life so do you think that their podcast probably started out as like let's just riff on Britney Spears Instagram and now given the hashtag free Britney they're like we could solve this yes yes it totally it totally was and I will get to that a little bit later but it's kind of sad her relationship with him because it sounds like she really loved him there was there might have been some uh, meddling in the relationship by outside forces but, it but he was also he's also super duper dumb yes and, and he was he was doing bad things he was obviously an immature man they had baby what <laughs> An immature man who somehow made his way into the circle of one of the most untouchable pop singers of all time? No way. No. This, is, this seems unheard of. No way. I mean, she, he was definitely doing not good thing. Well, not good thing. He was... Uh, the, Do you have examples? This, yeah. Because, like, I feel like, is he a pedophile, too? Oh, like, no, no. This it, is the kind of circle of not good things in Britney's. It was definitely, life, I feel like it, it, it was definitely more just he was a young guy. He loved to party. He did a lot of, uh, he would get up at 5 a.m. and smoke weed before taking care of the children, apparently. You know, 
I don't know. He was just young and immature, I think. He liked to wake and bake. Yep, yep. It's true. Um, and and the funny thing is that in the end, he gets custody of the children. So, I mean, as bad as he was, eh. I, I, apparently what happened was that people in Britney's team were saying that he was going to divorce her. So they were saying to Brittany, hey, you need to divorce him first. And so she did. And, and then Federline is like, oh, I was blindsided. So it's like, did, was he really not going to divorce her? Did she really want to divorce him? Was she manipulated? There's a lot there. So you're, you're thinking she got tricked. It sounds like it. And there's definitely a couple more instances in the future where she will be kind of, it, it seems like that she was, she is tricked into these bad situations by people who are um, not looking out for her best interest. It's interesting because I would maybe trick you if you were married to K-Fed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how dumb K-Fed is. I'll be like, Molly, this guy, he is saying a lot of bad stuff about you. You know what? I can see that. I can. I definitely can. Um, gosh, yeah. I remember I was not a fan of him when I was a, when I was watching Britney at the time. I thought he was a very, uh, seemed like he was taking advantage of the situation but but who knows like it seems like now he's a good father he has yeah but he has he's still like i mean this is years ago but he wanted to save the u.s penny yeah and he has gone back to Brittany with demands of child support many times and upping the support and Apparently, there was uh, arguments that he was using the child support for his other children. Yeah, he's trash. Yeah. I, mean, like, I, I don't think... I think he's one of the scumbags that slipped through and is further exploiting her with everyone else. I, I think that's fair. And, and perhaps... I mean, this could be lead into an argument that maybe she does need quote unquote help making decisions like or she's just a young lady who she was a young lady who made bad decisions who knows i mean she was definitely a bad lady who made bad decisions. <laughs> yeah like look look i've dated some real scumbags fair some real uh what the hell are you thinking about bridget some uh some real phoenix scenarios where you just burn your whole life down because this person comes to your workplace and tells everybody about how you may have fucked up Oops. so i'm just saying she's allowed those mistakes absolutely i agree and we we all agree on that so she probably made some bad decisions hooking up with kevin kevin federline and falling in love and having two children with him um, it was definitely a, uh, uh, I think she was pregnant and then she got married and, um, then she had the second child and they got divorced very quickly. So, um, that was unfortunate. Um, they also did have, I, I never watched this, but there was a UPN reality show, um, 
about them and it was mostly apparently uh, home videos which is kind of disturbing because apparently the show was very crazy like they they really showed how dysfunctional their relationship was i saw i remember seeing clips of that at the time and i remember just like they definitely seemed like teenagers almost yeah like yep yeah. imagine like letting two teenagers do whatever the fuck they want and they make shitty videos <laughs> talking about how much they like each other but like just outlandish quotes of stuff where it was just like you have no grasp on how the real world works or what's happening to the average person so it's absolutely unrelatable and I think that's part of like the celebrity like gossip trash that people like right like yes, you want yes. to see celebrities fail so sad but true they're the ultimate sad clown it's true i mean i i guess that is the whole point like you are uh your whole life is for the entertainment of others so um she but during this time like she's a huge pop star um she is the eighth biggest artist of the 2000s. Um, she sold 100 million records worldwide. She uh, is, at, is since the inception of the internet, um, which I don't know, they just make up a date, I guess. But um, seven out of the 12 Ask years. Al Gore. Yes, exactly. Um, she topped the list of celebrities that were searched for information. So she was a big, I mean, she was a big artist and she was very successful. Um, she, she put out her own perfume brand in 2004. Did uh, you own it? I did. <laughs> I definitely did, and it could still be in the drawer of my parents' house, but I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I That's yes, perfect place for it. By the way, yes. uh, your childhood exactly. bedroom. Exactly. Uh, it's it, it's not good. Um, she worked with Elizabeth Arden, which which does very nice perfume. So hey, hey. <laughs> um, she was also doing tons of uh, commercials during this time, Pepsi and all that. Uh, she she made a clothing line. Um, so she's pretty successful, even though she is kind of uh, spiraling downhill with the partying and the, uh, the driving with her child in her lap thing. Doesn't her image about this time start to change too? Like she's wearing... She went from, like, when she first started out, she wore, like, what, full denim tuxedos? <laughs> like, like, it was sexy, very, like, oh, my God. She made popular those fucking jeans, the jeans from hell. Yep, yep. The, like, two-inch crotch mm -hmm, jeans. Mm -hmm. So you have, like, your fat roll coming over the waistband of your pants. Unless you're Britney Spears. <laughs> Yeah, unless you're Britney Spears, and they were boot cut, so they were like terrible, Ugh, yeah, terrible those are ugly jeans, bad, bad and we all wore them. Um, and 
the producer loves boot cut, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> her Christmas gift. But these jeans were terrible. And then she went from wearing that to switching to, like, these. Like, I remember it was, like, Britney Spears is wearing leather. Yes. Like wearing yes. these bodices and, like, a lot of lace. And it was, like, isn't this risque? Absolutely, yeah. But then it was insane that the people who are most concerned about whether or not it's risque are like a Venn diagram of like her biggest fans. So like those of us who didn't give a shit about Britney Spears were like also like, what's the big deal? Who cares what she's wearing? And it's like the super Christian freaks, their kids are the ones that are like, Britney's a virgin and I love it. Oh my God, and I'm gonna talk in this voice because it's so sexy. Those people are also the most concerned about what she's wearing and how she's presenting herself. Yes, it is a very gross. And I think around this time also, her sister, uh, Jamie Lynn Spear, um, ended up getting pregnant at 16. So like the whole... And that's another episode? <laughs> yes, definitely. But... <laughs> the conspiracy theory is that it was a Nickelodeon yeah. pedophile producer yeah. that knocked her up. Which is very disturbing. Um, this family doesn't give a shit. They're like, are you paying my daughter? Yeah. Put whatever you want inside her. Put a turkey yeah. inside her. It's, it's fine. It's so sad that, like, the idea that parents would just live off their children. Like, get a fucking job. So... So in, so let's see. So in 2007, she, or 2008, she loses the custody um, of her children. She uh, is, is uh, sent to an involuntary psych ward twice in one month. Um, she is not doing well. She has the infamous hair shaving episode. Which the rumor on that, that I, I don't know. I think an ex-boyfriend used to bring this up to me to torment me, but he said this point, and he was also a drug addict, so I feel like it it seems verified, that his theory was she shaved her head because they told her they were going to test her hair for drugs. I did, yeah, I definitely read that one, which would be um, in line with uh, her history because at that time she was definitely partying a lot and uh, supposedly doing lots of drugs. So, so um, she is, even though she has her, her small young children, but she's not quite ready for motherhood yet. However, I think any 23 year old is, point. and I don't give a fuck who's <laughs> listening to this. If you're 23 with yeah, children, you're absolutely yeah. motherfucking insane. Well, like, at this, at this point, it's 2006 or seven. So she would be 20, later twenties at this point. So she's in her later twenties, but she has the maturity of, yeah, like a eight year old. Yes. Um, and of course she's going to be doing drugs. Yeah. And having kids. Yeah. But, but there's other, there's other theories as well. And one of the theories, which does seem plausible is that she is always, as, as we were talking about before, she has always felt really controlled about her entire life. And so shaving her head is an act of defiance and is saying, Hey, you who's making money off of my hair, 
without my consent, fuck you. I'm shaving my head, so. Well, didn't she have a lot of, and I don't know if, if this happened already or if this is happening at the same time, but she's like going to events and lip syncing. Is that happening now? Um, later? It's happening a lot. I mean, it. yeah, I think it happens quite a bit with Britney Spears and part of me doesn't blame her a lot because she does do a lot of dance moves and do we really want to hear her like panting i, I don't yeah, know you don't want to hear that right well, well i think the pedophiles do Ugh. um so but doesn't isn't there too like a a, a saturday night live performance or uh maybe it was a new year's eve where she's like chewing gum yes during yes. the lip sync so so there is a lot of things during this time period which also kind of point to like she doesn't give a shit anymore and she's just being forced to do these things to make money and she yeah she just doesn't care um so it's hard to say if which which came first the apathy or the hatred Ooh, what a deep good thought-provoking question yikes all right, so now we've reached the Free Britney movement. Now, the movement didn't start until 2017. So this is, well, okay. So we kind of, we are at the Federline yes. divorce. So she's, and, and she's kind of had a little bit of a breakdown. Um one of the reason that she lost custody of her children was also kind of um, um, contested, if you will. Um, she, Brittany claims that her friend was telling her, stay in the bathroom, the police are here um, because they're trying to take your children away. But then the uh, judges use that evidence as the reason why she is no longer fit to be a mother. And it's very hard to know what the truth is there, but um, it sounds like there is some bad, bad, bad things happening um, because she, she is, she, even if she is partying a lot, she is definitely uh, very into being a mother and uh, that's a big part of her life. Yeah, I mean, they let Joan Crawford have kids. <laughs> um, so this is her her contest against KFIP. Yep, yep. Essentially. And so did, who's paying KFED's lawyer bills? You know what? That's an excellent question. I do not know. Because how could he? He wasn't making any money. Like this... I'm wondering if if uh, drunk daddy Jamie is like over here like I'll give you a few bucks and you get her out of there and oh kids God. you keep those kids you get those kids out of her way because she's got to go dance a little bit more and pay my bar tab. It's pos- I mean it's definitely possible there's a lot of conspiracies out there about Jamie Spears because he is he just is he does not seem like a good guy. 
not at all. I think we can safely say that. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Come at me, Jamie yeah, Spears. It's not great. Um, also during this time, so after uh, the K-Fed relationship, she gets into a relationship with this man named uh, Sam Lufty. And uh, he is, he was her manager, former manager. And so it's like a- he- wasn't there a music video about this? Uh, perhaps I don't know, but um, he's yeah. in a bathtub, and it's like um, the implications. I, I don't know. It just sounds like he he's either an extremely bad guy or the entire Britney estate is out out to get him. Who knows? <laughs> I think he's a bad guy. I'm sure he is. Yeah, it, it sounds like um. They, they blame a lot of her uh, breakdown on him, like he was feeding her drugs, perhaps drugging her or just giving her drugs on her free will, who knows. Um, he's, he, but he was like her manager. He, yes, yes. But like there's only one couple that's worked for and that was Celine Dion. And people are still like, I don't I'm know g- what really happened there. And we just accepted it because they're Canadian. But um, I feel like, yeah, if this is your manager who is now your boyfriend, that is absolutely toxic and, like, should definitely be questioned by all your friends, family, and fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I'm not sure. It's for sure that um, Britney Spears' mom did not like him. She actually gets sued by him later on because she writes her tell-all book and talks shit about him. And he, uh... which we haven't really given mom shit. No, we have not. It's 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 an interesting story for sure. When I was younger, I thought that um, Lynn Spear was a bad person. Like she was exploiting her daughter, and and we could say that pretty safely that. She's, yeah, she wrote books yeah, based exactly. on her daughter. Like, she was definitely exploiting her daughter. We can safely say that. But it's, it's just so weird because she, Britney Spears is still, I apologize, there's a siren in the background. So, Lynn Spear, Spears, it's hard to say. Like, she stayed with her husband probably too long. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. If you are married to a man and you watch him go through his out, like discovering he's an alcoholic because he's had too many bottom outs like i love i love you women i'm i've dated alcoholics i'm a family of alcoholics i've seen it all or close to it you've been there too long two kids too long three kids actually they have three they have a third yes we'll talk about brian a little bit later Ooh, i can't wait Mm mm-hmm um, but she has, uh, Lynn, like, I remember her having a falling out with Brittany when I still was paying attention to this story because of the exploitation. But at the same time, like, her father is also not a good guy. So, like, who is she really going to turn to? Well, okay, so here's the thing we know about addicts, right? Like, they're charming they're good at exploiting people. They're good at manipulating people. So I mean, be surprised if he was like, 
you know, your mom, she's trying to take over my bar tab, but like you're paying bar tab, kiddo. So you got to tell your mom she's a trash bag. She needs to stop writing these books. And you go ahead and cover that bar tab for old dad here because I'm going to go play golf with Trump later. You make an excellent point. That is, I, I can actually, I buy that completely. Uh, let's just say my dad, very similar guy. Yikes. So her mom, I think that they, the, the thing is that I believe that she was slightly estranged from her mother during this breakdown period. And that's why in the end, um, she has these uh, involuntary commitments to psych wards and um, the judges determine that she needs a conservate, uh, conservate, conservatorship words. So what year is that? So um, she received the conservatorship in 2008. Okay, so we're coming out of college. She, wait, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's when we graduated, whatever. Um, and she's like being put into a legal binding cage. Yep, yep. Um, it, and and the, uh, the ladies from the Britney podcast, Britney, Britney Graham, um, argue that she has lost custody of her children. So if she is not doing well, like why, why would we expect anything else? And that's uh, super uncommon. Yes. Like, yes. That it's because of how patriarchal our society is, it's extremely hard for a woman to lose any sort of inkling of custody over her kids, even if she has her own addictions and or whatever problematic issues. It's insanely like, almost unheard of in the American judicial system for a mother to lose custody rights. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, she loses custody on January 4th of 2008 and he petitions for the conservatorship on January 30th. So it's pretty quick um, around this time. It all He's not messing around. Fast. Yes. So he's done his research. This is how it screwed up it is somebody told him hey pal come over here yeah. you know how you get control over this yeah like who is he hanging out with michael jackson's handlers like this is nuts well we will come to this a little bit later but there are literally people whose biz whose entire business is creating these conservatorships and um kind of running other people's estates, which is an extremely sketchy business. If you would, if you might imagine controlling other no people's way. money. What? What? People want to <laughs> teach you how to legally control another human's life for hmm. profit. Hmm. You're telling me that that exists <laughs> and that it's sketchy. So um, in the conservatorship filings um it's suggested that britney has dementia and so now we're, we're reaching her um mental health and this is insane issue. because up until this point she's been nothing but a performer yes so performing means you have to memorize things exactly you yeah. have to be 
physically and mentally like aware of what's going on. Absolutely. And he's basically arguing that his daughter is not capable of basic cognitive skills because of a deteriorating mind. She is a, appointed a, um, a court-appointed lawyer who meets with her for 15 minutes and determines that she cannot make her own decision about her, um, her counsel. So she tries to hire a lawyer, like a good lawyer, because she has tons of money. And um, this guy is like, nope, she, she, she doesn't have the mental capabilities to uh, hire this lawyer. And so the lawyer can't work with her because she doesn't have the capabilities to choose a lawyer. It's it's a bad cycle. It's a bad circular thing. It's a self-feeding cycle yes, of exactly. trying to prove someone's yes, incompetent. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody who has the maturity of an eight-year-old. Uh, yes. And so, yes, the conservatorship is, it's typically reserved for people who are brain dead and who are on like life support. So this is not really a common thing at all. Uh, but uh, so we're talking about Terry Schiavo. Yeah, yeah, typically. Which um, is a dated reference I heard someone say on the bus. Gosh, I haven't thought about her in a long time. Terry Schiavo led to an Easter discussion with my mother and my mother's family about who would have the cord pulled. Ooh. And my mom was the only one in the room who said, keep me on life support. Wow. Like I will stay there until they find the technology to save me. I mean, Everyone that's... else was like, please just pull the cord. Yeah. Let it end. I don't need the feeding tubes. Just get me the fuck out of here. Wow. That's that's intense. That's some dedication to life. And you know, there are some people who are like that. And I think that's a fair way to be, you know. Um, I think that a lot of times the difference between living and dying is a will to live. So she's got it, babe. Yeah. So interestingly enough, that's a part of why Jamie Spears wins um, this conservatorship is because um, who knows if this is true, but the story around it is that he saved her life. So she was going to kill herself She's like in such a bad mental state that they fear for her life. And by Jamie stepping in and taking control, um, she, Brittany lives. Oh my God. Yes. That just it, shows you the, the vulnerability that she was at. Like, I'm sure I, if you haven't experienced suicidal thoughts and you are a full grown ass adult, you are a very fortunate adult. I think almost every adult I know has thought, what if I ended my life? And to be the most famous person on the fucking planet and your life gets so screwed up because the idiot douchebag you married screws you over. You have two kids with him. And then your father comes in trying to control shit and you're thinking about ending it. Like that amount of vulnerability... I cannot imagine. Absolutely. So of course you're going to like be like, oh yeah, this guy should be my handler because he knows all my dirty secrets and he's seen me literally at my worst. Yes. It's like and if Marilyn Monroe's dad had stuck around. 
it probably would have happened to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. And especially back then, like, women not having control of their lives? What? What? (laughs) Sounds silly. The doctors at UCLA Medical Center classify Brittany as gravely disabled. What? Which is kind of insane. I don't know... I don't know how this works. And I, I want to be very uh, careful around mental illness because, you know, there's a lot out there and some people deal with things differently than others. I would never suggest that she doesn't have a mental illness or that she does because we're not doctors. We're not talking to her, so we don't know. But um, gravely disabled is a bit of a stretch, right? <laughs> well, she's got to be playing into the 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 issues, and I I don't mean like she's necessarily being manipulative as much as like she's being manipulated. So like, if you come across as sick, or if you've lost that will to fight back, like you're probably not gonna do well. Um, my grandmother, uh, RIP, uh, early pandemic death. Um, I don't know why I inserted that, but I did. Um, she, when she went in to get electric shock treatment, this is about the same time. Oh my. Wow. Uh, seven. Uh, my grandma was having her own Britney Spears experience. Wow. Um, a little less fame, but a lot of people in town knows who my grandma is. Um, she she's getting an electric shock treatment done and i remember saying to my grandmother like why are you doing this like the, in my 20 something year old brain this seems like a very unheard of or dated way antiquated way of dealing with mental illness and my grandmother was literally said this to me um lucid as lucid can be she said it's the fastest way out of here oh that's good that's good i I mean not that uh grandma shirley necessarily quits Britney spears but maybe there's some sort of equation there i can see that like what will get me out of here the fastest what will resolve this to just make all this bullshit go away because she could have also been being made false promises by her father like look i'll stop making you dance for those men over there and you don't have to get touched and we'll let you wear your underwear but um just like you know make dad proud in the ucla mental world okay i love you no i i do i believe that's actually true and um the staff at ucla are uh, quoted as saying that she's very cooperative um she's been crying and yelling at times mostly saying she misses her kids and how unfair it is like yeah duh and prior to all this you can go ahead and google it i know we haven't really talked about it but almost everyone she's worked with up until this point have talked about how uh professional she is how like She's obviously working hard to do the job. Like, Britney Spears has an incredible work ethic. Absolutely. Like, she knows her 
where the light's at and like the circus routine. So like, and that's not an easy thing for a normal person to do. Yes, it is. It is bonkers to me that that she could be considered incompetent because so so after this conservatorship just as a, a brief uh forward of what's going to happen she goes on four world tours like what how do you go on four world tours as a dis a gravely disabled person like that no nah man yeah i i i love grandma shirley but i don't think she could do that she was so in Iowa. She had her own musical group called Iowa Singing Sweethearts. Aw, sweet. <sighs> so, so Brittany is 26 at this point, and she is, the, the conservatorship is temporary. It's supposed to last one year or two. That's it. Um, just uh, FYI, it's 2020. It's still going on. So, that, that so do you well. know... Is it something that gets renewed annually or they you know just what? add an extension every time? I, I think currently it's just being extended. Um, I, I think at the beginning it was, so, so I will get here. We're going to get there. Um, so Jamie Spears is the conservative of her personal life and estate, which means all of her decisions are made by her father and all of her financial decisions are made by um, her father as well. But the financial uh, decisions are also ma made by a man named Andrew Walt. Wallet? Wallet. Who's um, he? He is just like a dude who uh, uh, does these kind of things, right? Um, so he's like in the racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, financial guy. Um, Was that a section? Now you're a CPA <laughs> by trade. Was there a course on that for you? Um, no, but I have definitely done a lot of, not a lot, but a fair, a, a, a small amount of estate work, which is very complicated for sure. Um, in a lot of ways, it seems like he is just like a financial advisor, but also it's a, it's more than that because he's making decisions about her contracts. So it's like, is she gonna go to Vegas? He has to sign off on that. So it is more com complex than just like a regular financial and advisor. Under her dementia contract or conservatorship, she has she did do a, a Vegas tenure. Yes, yes. Ooh, she does she does quite a bit during this conservatorship. And um so and the Vegas tenures are super like ser like if someone is I don't think people I didn't think about this until recently. When you hear someone's in Vegas, you just think as a normal human being, you just think, Oh, that person's just like in Vegas doing their performing clown thing that I like to pay for. But literally, if you're in Vegas, Vegas is like nuts. And it's all high performance. It's all high production. It's like the most professional 
shows you can see are literally in Vegas because yes. that's Vegas. That's how Vegas makes money. So when you're going there, you're working like, I imagine a tenure in Vegas is more stressful and more high production than, and more redundant than say like your world tour. Yes. So there's a lot of arguments that are saying um, the tenure in Vegas is actually good for Britney because as a, as a, personally, um, as someone who has mental health issues, um, the, the, uh, the routine is actually very helpful. So having her know her schedule ahead of time, the, the world tour, I, I believe was a lot more stressful in, in terms of that, but, but at the same time, like, are the, conservators pushing this because she's making shit tons of money in Vegas and and if she's making money then they're making money so it's hard to say that's probably what helped coax like yes if you do this Vegas you get to sleep in the same house yeah you get to see the kids you get to be in the U.S. like exactly I'm sure that that helped sell her on it So during this year, she tried. She fights. She fights the conservatorship. She has always fought it. Wait, what um, year? Uh, Every t- year in, she fights it. In yeah, in, well, right away in two thousand eight when it starts, she does. But then they, um, the judge actually finds that Brittany has no capacity to hire the the lawyer because of the court appointed um, lawyer makes that statement that she isn't, even though he's only met for, with her for 15 minutes. So there's a scam going on for sure. It, it certainly feels like it. Um, she is uh, evaluated by a geriatric psychiatrist, which does not make any sense at all because geriatric is for old people. Yeah, but if she was trying to give birth at this time. <laughs> no, but I, I think. No, if you're trying to have kids in your 30s, uh, you border into geriatric. <laughs> I mean, they're definitely trying to push the dementia uh, angle, which doesn't make any sense to me because a 30-year-old with dementia, like there is early onset dementia, but there's documented cases of that and uh, the... Uh, the site, the effects of that, and Britney Spears does not have a full time performer. <laughs> yes, exactly. And yes, so it's very silly. It's bad, bad times. Well, it's um, super bad because think how many people are part of this legal process yeah. that are condoning it. Like, that's the part that is terrifying, especially like when we have more broad strokes things going on like race issues and gender issues right now and you're looking at the biggest pop star in the world can't get a fair shake on her own personal issues that are both tied to um, gender and status like that's guys we're fucked it's a bad time so this conservatorship she cannot drive she cannot meet anyone who has not been vetted it's 
very, very strict. Um, there's a lot of uh, rumors, speculation that all of her boyfriends have been hired and they're just paying people to kind of watch her, which is disturbing. But um, but it feels, it also feels like that's not, after the Justin thing, who's to say that's not the case? Yep. And also, um, this is me. This is my speculation. Uh, new information. Molly's uh, it, hot take. Yes. It does feel like she is um, at least bisexual and that they do not want her to be with a woman. Ooh, why do you feel that? Just because it feels like they are, they groom these men to be her type. So they, they, they sent her on like these dates with these people. And if she's like, oh, I'm not really interested, then they, they come back and they, they tell the guy to like cut his hair or whatever. And then like they end up dating. It's very disturbing. <laughs> What do you mean? Uh, uh, I I can't remember if it was the Sam Lufty or if it was, J- no, it was Jason Trawick, which um, is this after Sam. This is after Sam. So, okay, so I, after he, the manager. Yes. So I don't think they liked Sam actually. So that actually makes sense. Yeah, they were like, he, she's into women. Get the yes. fuck out of here. <laughs> but um, so her next boyfriend is a man named Jason Trawick, and. So she goes on a double date with um, him and some other people. And apparently she they don't hit it off. So um, I believe it's her mother who's like, you need to look like this so Brittany is attracted to you. And then he does it and then they start dating. So it's very weird. Like, I mean, maybe she was interested in him, but maybe it was all a weird setup as well. I mean, yeah. Who's? It's hard to have a separation when your whole social life is based on who your people are. So you can't go out on your own and make a normal relationship. Right. You just have these um, overlording, weird-ass people who all want their paycheck, who are like, if you're happy, then we're all getting paid. It's hard to say if she really loved him or didn't. They ended up breaking up anyway, and he lost his co-conservatorship. And well, that, that was... No, please, you first. Yeah, that was an enlightening uh, story about uh, someone that could be us, right? Well, part one. Part one. There's more to come. There is. There's more to talk about. Uh, did you not gets... do the research? You did the research. <laughs> not, not yet. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask people is in the two hours of this at once. And you can't expect me to do research for two hours at the same time. What? What? <laughs> There's a lot of what's going on. A lot of what. But thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, you can find me on the internet. You can find me on Twitter, in fact. Uh you can find me at Molly MM9. And I'm at Bridget underscore suck it on instagram and twitter and you can follow our podcast sex underscore with underscore ghosts and you can also email us if you have any uh interesting tidbits about yourself with uh relation to pop stars or 
aliens or ghosts or fucking your friends or not friends or strangers. In fact, who knows? Who knows? Sex with Ghosts Podcast at gmail.com. Send us your questions, comments, queries. Welcome to Sex with Ghosts. I'm Bridget. I'm Molly. And this is the podcast where Molly does research on a topic that I like to talk about. That is absolutely true. Um, Because I'm insanely selfish. but, But I also find these topics very interesting. It's kind of like the rabbit holes you go down on the internet. Yeah, but you get to do it with a friend. It's true. And now you get to listen to it. And maybe we will uh, inform you so much about Britney Spears that you feel the need to look at into her life as well. That's right. We're doing Britney Spears part one today. She has a very long history. Longer than our friendship, in fact. 
You don't need to tell people how old we are. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, she's a long-lasting pop star. The longest career, not not the longest, but you know, it's been a well, long time. She did pretty good. She did start in the Mouseketeers and now has made it to almost 40. Yeah, and you don't hear about that a lot, and especially as a woman, you never know. Never so know. Woman. W-O-M-X-N. Mm, gotcha. Stay so, tuned. yes. So, let's get into it. Wait, you ready? One, two, three. Well, thank you, Bridget, for listening to me talk for a long time. It wasn't that long. I hope it was not. No, I had fun. I hope anyone listening had fun. Yes. Well, we haven't really gotten to the juicy bits, but but it was good to talk about her history because, I mean, it, it's a complicated past and we need to get the whole story before we move into what's happening to Brittany in the uh, present day. Yeah. So we're, this was part one. Stay tuned for part two. In the meantime... You can follow us at our respective um, social media handles. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Bridget underscore suck it. And you can find me on Twitter at Molly MM nine. That's Molly with an IE. I am working on my Instagram. Hopefully I will create one once we have released our podcast, which you can find at sex underscore with underscore ghosts and if you have any questions queries comments concerns please email sex with ghosts podcast at gmail.com anything really we appreciate you reaching out to us we're lonely people is that too desperate eh, eh, i don't know at the beginning of a podcast you never know well we'll find out thanks for listening See ya. Bye. Ha.